0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Dermot Desmond breaks his silence on the hoop search for a new manager Stephen Glass is Aberdeen's new boss Will Scott Brown leave Celtic and follow him to Pataudry And police are now investigating claims of racist abuse during Rangers game against Slavia Prague I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Roger Hanna And it's glass half full for Aberdeen fans They've got a new manager in But is it glass half empty for Celtic supporters tonight Gordon After Dermot Desmond Statement and will the Tartan Army be raising their glasses to Steve Clark in Scotland on Thursday night at the start of a World Cup qualifying campaign where we're all looking for Qatar heroes? Yeah, looking forward to the qualifiers, Gordon. Hopefully, go off to a good start Thursday night. Um, still, the aftermath of Sunday, uh, still that great debate about the penalty kick. I heard some of the show last night, and um. You know, Stephen Glass, the new manager of Aberdeen Will Scott Brown join him? 01419511025 That is the number you need to get in touch tonight So don't hang around, let's hear from you You can tweet us as well at Clyde SSB Two minutes in, I'm already feeling sorry for you Roger So much craft put into that opening So many puns in there And every single one of them straight over the head of Gordon DL I was watching him as you went With the glass half full and the Qatar heroes Not a flicker Straight on with his own job But he does have other things in his mind yes. He's well, lucky to have him among us after, the, after another unfortunate injury today Yeah, uh, yeah, you patched up I walked into the office to find Roger Hanna Bandaging your hand, everything alright You were yeah, bleeding yeah. quite, quite yeah, spectacularly yeah, I shouldn't I've... be laughing at it But it, there's something quite funny to, about to, the, the calamitous way you live your life To be fair, Dr Hanna did Sorted say that you. he thought it needed stitch, Gordon But you're going to make it to 8 o'clock Fantastic It was the, the bit that he said after it he, He's done a terrific job And then he says Look you'll need to sit down For five minutes Before you go anywhere So Before he gives you a bed bath Yeah so we're okay Right, we're right, no, right. Wednesday night stars bath night oh, Not Tuesday 01419511025 Let's hear from you You can tweet as well At Clyde SSB Breaking news Within the last 10 minutes Every night on this show For the last few weeks Celtic fans have been saying Where's Dermot Desmond Where's Dermot Desmond We want to hear from him Well we have heard from him, in a sense. He's answered a Q&A on Celtic's uh, own media channels. So he's he's given a bit of an update. I've already seen some uh, responses on our Twitter feed at Clyde SSB suggesting not quite the detailed update they were hoping for, but it's, it's an update nevertheless. Stephen Glass is the Aberdeen new manager. So Aberdeen fans, what, what do you make of that? And Celtic fans, will Scott Brown leave Celtic Park and follow him to Pataudry What would you make of that If it was to happen Any lingering thoughts From the weekend Or anything else You think we've missed You know how to fix it Pick up that phone 01419511025 uh, Let's start with that Roger Hanna Just because it's so fresh um, Celtic's majority shareholder Dermot Desmond um, Has Like I say Answered a, a Q&A on A number of topics um, Mostly the, the managerial search He was asked who's in charge of selecting the new manager and he says the chairman Ian Bank here Peter Lawwell who remember is leaving at the end of the season and myself take the lead in the process and naturally the incoming CEO will also participate any decision will require board approval so 
That's one topic He also admits the club have made wrong calls this season Calls it extremely disappointing Except without qualification That we've made some wrong calls He says that next season was always going to be a transitional season Even if they hadn't uh, Even if they had won the league uh, During this campaign, sorry um, And he wouldn't really be drawn on, on what type of manager they're looking for He says he won't be selling his own share So a couple of topics covered What do you think the Celtic fans will make of that? Well, I think we'll find out what Celtic fans make of it in the next two hours, Gordon. Um, I am listen. I'm never going to knock anyone for speaking to the media. If you do a Q and A, it's a safe way of doing it. Doing it through the club's own media department rather than doing it through the mainstream media. Doing it through Super Scoreboard or doing it through the Scottish Sun and the newspapers. Um, so the questions that the Celtic supporters wanted to ask Dermot Desmond. Weren't necessarily the ones that were being asked of him today. Um, I'm not surprised the new manager is being chosen by Dermot Desmond because he'll still be around next season. Ian Bankier will still be around this season. And Peter Lawwell is an experienced, vastly experienced chief executive who is still Celtic's chief executive and will be for more than three months. So it doesn't surprise me at all that he, you know he is taking a key role. I'm surprised Dominic Mackay is not involved more than we're being led to believe at the minute because he... As the chief executive is going to have to work with the new manager I'm quite surprised there's no mention of a sporting director Or a director of football Or or how the new management structure is going to work Not surprised when he talks about next season Being a transitional season regardless of what had happened I always felt that was going to be the case I always felt Peter Lawwell would leave Neil Lennon would leave Scott Brown would leave It's the end of an era for Celtic It was always going to be Whether they won 10 in a row Or didn't win 10 in a row But on a day when Aberdeen are announcing their new manager I suspect Celtic supporters And we'll find out in the next couple of hours But I suspect Celtic supporters would have liked A little more meat on the bones In that statement Yeah I mean Gordon Diel To be fair that If you aren't that far down the process yet Maybe maybe there is only so much you can say However mm-hmm. I think Roger's probably right And we'll find out on the phones When can we expect the appointment of a manager? That's the first question It's not really answered It says with any key appointment at Celtic There's a process, research, investigation, interviewing The process is underway It's taking place privately And when complete the board will make an announcement Okay Um, Can you give us some idea of the type of candidate you're looking for? Again, in short, the the answer is no. We're mindful of the fact there's a huge amount of interest and speculation. We have to respect the privacy of potential candidates and the integrity of the process. I think it would be inappropriate to make comment on the type of candidate we're looking for. So in terms of when and who, cards very much close to the chest. Yeah, I was just going to say that, Gordon. I'm not surprised by the answers. He's not going to give anything away. Um, The only thing I'm surprised about is um, Dominic McKay's um, role in the management Surely if he's coming in He must sit there and have a say somewhere I mean it does say that he will also participate It doesn't name him It says the incoming CEO will also yeah, participate I think, I think a question mark will be for the Celtic supporters Is Peter Lawwell But I think that's a good move Peter's a very experienced chief executive He's been at Celtic for a long long time He's brought in some real good managers He knows the way the club operates He knows the way the direction it's going So I don't see any problem with that I think some Celtic fans may have a problem with that But I don't uh, But he's he's kept, as you say Gordon He's kept his cards close to his chest And he was never going to give out that information anyway Come on Celtic fans For weeks now you've been calling this show And saying you want to hear from Dermot Desmond You've heard from him in a sense today Was that enough? Does that satisfy you? Do you want to hear more? Let us know 01419511025 
And we'll kick off with Patrick Who is a Celtic fan on the line Hi Patrick uh, Good evening guys How's it going? Hi Patrick Yeah um, the, the most important role I think that's got to be filled Is the director of football Okay So um, I, mean, I, I, I don't know if uh, I, I've not heard hmm. Peter uh, I've not heard Dermot uh, Desmond's interview yet I don't know if he hmm. alluded to Well fun, funnily enough actually, No it would be the answer to that And the, the bit that has maybe Raised one or two eyebrows Maybe not But I've noticed some tweets already There is a question there Patrick Which says You know Who is in charge of the process Of selecting the new manager And it says The chairman Ian Bankier Peter Lawwell And myself Dermot Desmond Take a lead in the process And naturally The incoming CEO Will also participate From what you're saying then Are you disappointed That there's no mention Of a director of football There being in charge first uh, Being in place first To help with that process I think that's uh, that. That's going to be the next big appointment. Um, if, uh, if uh, all, all other things being considered, uh, I think the director of football, you know, in a uh, well, a, a player's analogy. Yeah, I've got to Patrick. I've got. I've got to say that I think the director of football should come in first, Gordon. Because the director of football then should be considered to have a say, obviously, in the manager. Because if you're going to make this work, your director of football and your, your manager stroke head coach, that's another. What way they go to go down? Are they going to go down a manager or stroke head coach, whatever it may be? But they have to work hand in hand. For Celtic to be a success going down this route, they've got to sing off the same hymn sheet. So I think the director of football is so important to get in there. And he's got to be a part of that um, committee to pick the next person that's got to take control of the team on the pitch. Is that the way you see it, Patrick? Well, you know, the, the, the coach, the head coach has got the easy job. He, he's, he, he's like the striker uh, that's on the park that's just going to finish the job. But uh, the director of football's the midfield dynamo if you like He's a guy that's going to do All the other important stuff Pulling the strings uh, Roger Hanna What did you make of that answer In particular We are Perhaps in some people's mind A little bit behind the rest of the continent on this Some people are still very sceptical Of director Why do we need that Why can't the manager be in charge In an ideal world Is the director in, the director of football in place first And then he takes Takes part in the process I think back to, to when Rangers did it They we're going to do that And then It didn't quite happen And then Pedro Cachinha got yeah. Appointed I, I Lessons think, to I, be learned there I think I'm old fashioned I always think the manager Or the head coach Is the most important person At a football club Because he He pulls everything together In the book Very much stops with him As Neil Lennon And Derek McInnes And Gary Holt And Stuart Kettlewell And Alec Dyer And all these people Have found out In the Premiership this season So Perhaps Celtic are eyeing a manager or head coach who doesn't want to work with a director of football. I think we asked in the show on Sunday when Martin O'Neill was speaking about Roy Keane, could we see Roy Keane working with a director of football? Not so sure I could. So if it's going to be someone like Roy Keane, maybe the talk of a director of football and a sporting director mm. has been a red herring all along. Okay, so yeah, so we are, there's a bit of guesswork going on here, but rather than the 
director of football being overlooked in this Q&A You think that actually could be a clue that there isn't going to be one? Very possibly And, and listen, sometimes these Q&As throw up more Qs than they do As um, Because had it been, had Dermot Desmond opened himself up to you know wider scrutiny today And allowed the mainstream media to, to ask him questions We would have asked him those questions But he didn't get asked those questions Didn't provide the answers to those questions And that's why Patrick and other Celtic fans will phone the show tonight and still be, you know, unclear as to what the future's going to hold for their club this summer, what the management structure's going to look like, and most importantly, what players will be coming in to try and reverse a decline they've seen in their team this season. Um, Mr RFK says, Dermot Desmond would have been better off not saying anything. The interview on the Celtic website tells us everything we already knew without any form of positive update on a director of football. Or a manager Deflection tactic Give fans crumbs As season ticket renewals Go out Maybe you've got a different view though. Maybe you think Good we've had a bit of an update That's fine by me Always good to hear both sides So pick up the phone 01419511025 Thank you to Patrick um, On a similar theme I think John is in the East End What did what did you take away from it John? Uh, hi guys um, I I um pretty much a lot of the same things that you guys are thinking as well, but one of the things was the fact that you never mentioned anything about a director of football kind of makes me wonder is it a case that obviously we're only surmising here, we don't, we don't know anything as such, is that is the guys that they're looking to bring in whether it be a Roy Keane or a whoever, are they no keen on a director of football? Maybe they're not going to appoint a director of football at all. Could that be the case? The very fact that he never even mentioned it. I'll be surprised. I'll be surprised, Gordon. Two seconds, John. Um, I'll, I'll let you back in. I'll be surprised if Celtic don't go down that route. Really? Yeah. Even uh, given there's no mention of one in that statement. Yeah, yeah, I will. Um, I think that they're going to go a different route this time. I think that uh, the majority of clubs now. Uh, that's what happens I, I totally agree with Roger In the fact that The most important person Is a manager Stroke head coach Because he's the one That carries the can um, So that's why I'm saying That if it's going to work Between these two parties Then they've got to be Singing off the same hymn sheet They've got to be together They've got to have The same sort of ideas There's no point A director of football Can then Picking all the players Saying to the head coach There you are Get a team out of that And your head coach Is standing there Thinking, mm. well, I don't really want these players I can't do what I want to do So they've got to get together But I do think the modern day game now Is sporting director, director of football Head coach, manager, whatever you want to call it Now, if Roy Keane And I'm not saying for one minute Roy Keane should get the Celtic job, right? I'm not saying that But if Roy Keane was asked to be the Celtic manager I am sure now Roy Keane realises I will need to work with a director of football If that's the case Rather than run... To run Celtic and do the job that Celtic now need Is a massive job It's not a one man job So he'll need as much help as he possibly can But I'm not saying Roy Keane's got to be the next manager John? Um, yeah I, I can see the pros and cons of what Gordon's saying um, But like you said we, we all know that Roy Keane's I'm just taking him as an example yeah, yeah. Personally, I wouldn't want him to be the manager, but I'm just taking him as an example. He's no, he doesn't come across the type that would be happy that he's having to go to somebody else to make a decision. Do you know what I mean? He, he comes across it very much his own man. Um, and that's why I'm thinking 
if they are going to go down the route of appointing a new manager, is it a case of they've went, just say hypothetically, they've went to Roy Keane and said, like, would you like to be the Celtic manager? By the way, we're going to appoint a director of football. And he's went, aye, I would like to be the Celtic manager, but no, I don't want a director mm. of football. That's what I mean. I just wonder if there's a, contract of, um, a conflict of interest there. Um, that's why I, 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 I sort of did mention it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, absolutely, Roger. And we have to admit from the the offset outset, we are are obviously speculating, and we don't yeah. have the chance to, to follow up and, and ask them. Can you clear that up? What did you mean by that? What about this? So we have to speculate. Almost, I don't really see what what choice there is. If that was to be the case, if being the keyword, should you let any? Potential managerial candidate dictate your structure. Should, should it not be the other way around? But you say, well, well we're, it, Celtic, it, we're a massive football it club. Depends how and much this is our structure. It depends how much you want that managerial candidate. You know, if it is, uh, to, to quote, I think it was you mentioned the phrase, a Hollywood appointment the other week. And if, if you are sold on this Hollywood appointment and the Hollywood appointment tells you, I don't work with a director of football, you know, then maybe they will change any planned structure. Um, I think nowadays that's right. I think most managers do work with whatever you call them, sporting directors, directors of football, heads of recruitment, you know, whatever the title they get. Because nowadays the job of management itself it's just too all-consuming mm. for one person. So the manager does need help. Um, he needs help on all sides, coaching sides, recruitment sides, sports science sides. And it's evolved to the extent that whatever you call them, there will be somebody you would think in the post Effectively there's somebody In the post just now In Nick Hammond He's just not called The director of football Well no he's, he's the head of recruitment That's that's different Is it not Well it, it, what is, it, What's Nicky Hammond's remit Does he it, do, have anything it, To do it, with the sports science Does he have anything To do with The academy And so on Or is he Just for recruitment For, for well, bringing Personnel yeah. into the building So Perhaps someone will come in. It might not be a director of football. It might not be a completely overseeing, overarching appointment. But are people not looking at Don Mackay coming from a rugby background and saying, well, that's where the gap's going to need to be filled in? Yeah, very possibly. Very possibly. But a lot will be to do with the. Per- I think the important thing for Celtic Gordon is to get the right personnel in the building. And once you get the right personnel in the building, you can then decide what you want to call the jobs. Um, John. We have been inundated with tweets and calls over the last few weeks saying we just want something, we just want an update, we want to hear from Dermot Desmond. What is he thinking? You've had a bit of that today. Is it enough? Is that enough for you? Uh, no, it's, it's kind of annoying me the length of time they're taking. Um, no, obviously, I know it's a different club and a totally different structure with Aberdeen, but obviously, they, they sacked McGuinness or whether he left or he's in a club, I don't know, but. It's not took them that long to appoint somebody else. And that's a one wee quick point I was just going to say quickly. Mm-hmm. If Scott Brown is leaving to go to Aberdeen, can I just wish him all the very best and thank you for all the service he's given to my club because he's been a legend and we'll never forget him for it. Well, that might be a nice link because we need to get travel with Stephen. But Stephen Glass is the new Aberdeen manager. Will he be taking Scott Brown with him? What do you make of that? 01419511025. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here. 01419511025 or on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Bit of breaking news uh, tonight. Um, 
Deadline has now passed for any appeal against Odson Edwards yellow card for simulation. Celtic have not appealed that decision. So although John Kennedy thought they were denied a, a stonewall penalty, Scott Brown agreed. Celtic have not appealed that yellow card handed out to Odson Edward on Sunday. So what do you make of that? Get your calls in 01419511025. Any surprise that for you, Gordon? No, I was at the game on Sunday covering it for Super Scoreboard, Gordon. I've got to say my first initial thoughts was it was a penalty kick. And then after watching it, I thought Willie Collin called it right. I know people will argue and there's no contact. I just, I just mean in light of John Kennedy and Scott Brown's yeah, confidence. Well, well I, think, I, think, I think John and, and Scott Brown probably look back and think, is it worth taking the gamble of um, you know putting a thing in for it? But I don't. Uh, I understand why they've not appealed it, Gordon. Um but I honestly thought that it was Willie Collum got that right. I think referees come in for a lot of stick, uh, but I don't think it was a penalty kick. I told you, friend of the refs was back in on Tuesday night. I told you he was here. Standard, isn't it? Um, listen, you can understand John Kennedy and Scott Brown. Um, they said they had seen it. They've probably just seen it on you know very quickly on a screen at the mouth of the tunnel, maybe even on Gavin Strachan's iPad, I don't know. Um, but when you look at it again, there is no contact. Um, I think the vast majority of people who saw it Agree, there's no contact um, And it wasn't a penalty mm. um, oh, Okay, 01419511025 What do you think? There's a number of topics now bubbling away We've got a lot on our plate As always Aberdeen fans, Stephen Glass is your new manager Are you happy with that? Is that the right appointment? Or would you have preferred someone else? Let us know For many of you in this part of the world It will be about who he takes as his coaching team Roger Hanna, will Scott Brown follow him to Pataudry? I suspect so Yeah? Yeah um, Stephen Glass identified Scott Brown and Alan Russell very early As the backroom team he wanted <laughs> to take to Aberdeen um, Scott Brown is very interested in it um, it, it goes back to what Dermot Desmond said in his statement actually earlier on when he said, regardless, <coughs> pardon me, of how this season had gone, it would have been a summer of transition at Celtic. And I think Dermot Desmond and most people associated with the club expected Peter Lawwell to retire in the summer, expecting Neil Lennon to leave in the summer, and expected Scott Brown to leave in the summer. He'll be 36 years of age in June, and there's going to be a new era regardless of how the management structure is put together, whether there is a sporting director, you know, there will be someone, there will be a new manager. I would think now Scott Brown thinks the time for him to go is now to go to a job that opens up a whole new career path for him at a big club. Don't forget, Aberdeen is a big club and I think he'll go there and do well with Stephen Glass and Celtic will move on into a new era without him and with a new captain to a point. It's a massive decision, Gordon, of course it is. Um, if I'm in Scott Brown's shoes, the way I weigh it up, I would speak to Celtic. Are they placing the coaching staff, as in whether it's with the, you know, the under-21s, whatever it may be? And if it was the case, they were, and I was, I was offered that post, I would state Celtic as a new coach. I would learn my trade. It's a massive club. The new manager, whoever it may be, there's lots to learn from a new manager coming in as well. Well, if he doesn't want you. Well, that's what I'm saying. I would have to get the, the you know, the rubber stamp of saying, look, you're going to be a part of it. You're not going to be in the first team uh, coaching, but you can start and down the ladder and work your way up. If I was Scott Brown, and then I look at the Aberdeen, because they're bringing in a manager that's not got the greatest experience in the world, and that could, that could go a different way. And then all of a sudden, you're, 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 
running about trying to get a coaching job whereas you're learning your trade at a massive club new manager coming in learning everything but it's a decision Scott Brown will have to make uh, let's bring in Robert in Muirhead what have you got for us tonight Robert? Hi good evening panel Hello. Uh, good evening Gordon Gordon and Roger Hello, uh, Robert. Yeah. I'd like to um, wish an old friend of mine all the very best Stephen Glass um, is, uh, we grew up together as youth players uh, at Aberdeen and uh, yeah from a young age 30 plus years ago and I just feel I'm sure he's very proud of this moment uh, and uh, I know that I'm proud for him because we started his journey at the same time you know and it just seems surreal that it's, he's went full circle and now he's, he's the manager of Aberdeen Football Club Yeah I mean obviously Robert as is all often the case if a manager gets appointed and they don't Really have a, a a managerial CV behind them. It's fairly obvious where the the question marks would be. Right, you know what about the experience he's been with Atlanta United too? You know the second team. Has he got enough experience to take on a, a role like Aberdeen? Are you confident it's the right choice? I know he's your pal and you're you're bound to say that, but has he got the credentials? Aye, absolutely. Um, to be honest, I worked and played with, and uh, I worked in, uh, under a guy in your studio right now as well. <laughs> oh dear, that must have Roger been a Gordon Dell was my manager at United, Robert Bell. Robert, how are you? I'm not too bad, how are you? I'm alright, thanks for getting me the sack for signing you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'd have me coming, no, you're as sharp as ever. You're, you're a fantastic player, young man. Oh, He's been called oh. many things, Robert, I don't know if it's sharp. <laughs> I must admit. Robert <laughs> Bell, there you go. Yeah. Very Seems good like player, Robert been. was. Gordon, uh, Roger, what do you make of it then? Because that's the obvious one, isn't it? You don't you don't need to have an in depth knowledge of Stephen Glass, but you know that he's not he's not been a manager before at a kind of top level, or certainly not for a, a long period. Yeah, so, it, so what do you make of it? He was caretaker at Atlanta United, who had a very good team in the MLS with very good players. Um he sort of took the job after Frank De Boer left, so that tells you the sort of quality of player he was operating with. Um any managerial appointment, doesn't matter where it is or who it is. Is a gamble Tottenham are finding that just now With Jose Mourinho, Jose Mourinho. So Stephen Glass is a gamble um, But Dave Cormack clearly believes It's a gamble worth taking Dave Cormack knows Stephen Glass Better than any of us Probably knows him almost as well as Robert Who you know grew up with him at Aberdeen um, And he believes he's the man To take the club forward um, I think you will see Improved links between Aberdeen And Atlanta United I think there will be more player movement Between the two clubs um, but I think if you're saying Stephen Glass has been away for a while An experienced manager Doesn't know the modern Scottish Premiership Then to bring in Scott Brown at his side Who has lived the last 20 years In the Scottish Premiership And to bring in Alan Russell Who has vast coaching experience in the UK I don't think that's you know a bad team to put by your side So together Stephen and Scott and Alan you know, Aberdeen believe they are the, the way forward mm. for the club. I do like his thinking in that, Gordon. I think, um, you know, the backroom staff is very important to you. And Roger says it there. He's not he's not been over here management. He's over in uh, America. He's brought in a guy that knows this league inside out. Well, not yet, he hasn't, but... Yeah, well, if uh, well, he's offered him. He's, he, he wants him to be part of that. Alan Russell's obviously working with England's international and a lot of big stars as well. Um, so he can obviously add something to the coaching staff. But Roger's right. Every every appointment is a gamble, whether it's great experience or not. Just go back to Stephen Gerrard. 
First job mm. And he's And look what the profile He's now got But other managers Have come in First job and failed Experienced managers Failed So we don't know Aberdeen's a big Big club New training ground I think the chairman The owner uh, Well is your chairman Dave Cormack Dave Cormack I think he'll throw A bit of money And a bit of support to it So it's a great venture To go down What's, Robert you were up there What is yeah. In 2021 What is success for Aberdeen What does success look like uh, success is uh, getting back to being the third top team in Scotland. Um, I mean, they were a great team in the 90s when Stephen and I were first playing our trade. They were finishing second on a regular basis to Rangers at that time. Um, very good team, winning trophies. And I always remember back in the day when I was just an S form with Stevie, um, Alex Smith got the sack just after winning the Scottish Cup. So that was probably the end of an era at that stage. Um, but I think just getting back to Turning out good players from youth ranks and uh, getting a good team, being uh, top of the table and, and challenging uh, the Glasgow teams. Can, can you see Scott Brown going up and being part of that setup, Robert? Uh, I, I could do, yeah, but being a Celtic fan, I probably hope he stays. <laughs> yes, is that your view then? Because I'm sure we're going to get on to that with the Celtic fans. You think he's still got something to offer at Celtic? You'd be sad to see him go. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think maybe another year or two. If he was going to leave, uh, leave Celtic, maybe another year or two. But um, mm. but I think there's there's also an opportunity to remain under another role at uh, Celtic as well. But but if Stevie's looking for him at Aberdeen, and and if that's what Scott Brown wants to do, then obviously that will be a, a great move. You know, it'll be a very very good opportunity for him. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. Thank you very much, Robert in Muirhead, someone who was managed by Gordon Diel and great to, to tell hear the tale. Players good, coming yeah. on here. Still listening Still following me about The oh, only thing I'm a bit disappointed You never come on mate Gaffer What do you think Because that's what Most stakes players do Don't they Bit of respect there Robert Next he time you come on he, he is sharp Just not quite as sharp As that can he cut his hand on <laughs> uh, How are you holding up I'm Lost, doing alright Needing a blood transfusion uh, uh, No Dr Hannah Sorted you could uh, Right Michael Who's a Celtic fan In Greenock Just to follow on From that last point First Michael With your Celtic hat on the prospect of Scott Brown going to Pataudry, how does that sit with you? Uh, I'd much rather see him stay as part of the coaching setup. I sadly think his playing days are are, are over, uh, if I'm being honest. Um, but I would I would love to see him as part of that backroom setup for whomever comes in um, to, to just provide a bit of leadership still in the dressing room and a bit of support for whoever the coach comes in because there's going to be not a lot of support from elsewhere and that's one of my big concerns. So de- not as a player at all then If he was to stay, no? No, no I, think he's, I think he's run his race And I know that seems terrible to say But he just I think if he was to have another crack at the whip Another season We would start remembering him for all the wrong reasons Is that fair, uh, Gordon? Does Scott Brown have anything left off for Celtic as well, a footballer? Um, I mean, you and, watched and him on Sunday I thought he played well on Sunday, Gordon uh, I didn't look at Scott Brown on Sunday And think, well, there's a player that's Really finished he, he shouldn't be on that pitch um, I thought he played okay um, I, You know As a player And every player will tell you You know The body tells you When it's time to To give up um, And some players can go on to 39, 40 with, As we're seeing Scott Brown's played a lot of football Look at the amount of games He's played for Celtic as well I'm I'm with Michael it's up to Scott Brown This is a, a massive decision in his career He can go to Aberdeen It can be a fantastic success for him But he can stay at Celtic 
And whether it's the under-21s, whether it's in the youth setup or whatever... But maybe I, you can't give them that well, guarantee. That, that, that's what I'm saying, Gordon. If, if the guarantee was there and I had the choice... I would state Celtic I've got to say And plus the fact You think of these Younger generation Come through the Celtic ranks And you've got someone With the stature of Scott Brown There Educating you And helping mm. you through Look at Look at the lift That the Rangers players Got from Steven Gerrard And at the beginning It was because of His reputation as a player But look at But look at the people Steven Gerrard brought in When he came in He brought in Gary McAllister Michael Beale Tom Coulshaw Jordan Milsom and didn't keep really any of the any of the people who were around the place. So, people in life, regardless what job you want, you want about a job security. Uh, Scott Brown could say, "Yeah, I, I'll stay at Celtic in some coaching capacity." New manager might not want Scott Brown hanging around in any coaching capacity. Mm. So, to get that job security, is he better to go with his pal Stephen Glass to Aberdeen on a two or a three or a four year contract and just start going down a completely different career path? That's my argument, Roger. I'm saying that he's got to be guaranteed that before he makes mm. a decision. Um, Michael, we've had somewhat of an update today from Dermot Desmond. What did you make of it? Um, I think my, my biggest issue is I've, I've had real problems with the appointment of Dominic Mackay um, from, from the outset. I don't understand what an ex-governing body man with an operational background in marketing um, from rugby has got a, a, a football club like Celtic. I, I, it's a, it would be like in the business world, it would be like going from being CEO of a charity to being CEO of a limited company, massive limited company or a massive publicly limited company. It doesn't make any sense. I think the involvement of Peter Lowell ongoing in the appointment, now yes, he's got lots of experience um, in the managing zeros of that situation, highlights the fact that Dominic Mackay is not the right man for the job and he's potentially the cheap option. Um, I just, I, I've got this real feeling that Dermot Desmond's going to roll the dice. We're going to get Dominic Mackay and we're going to get John Kennedy. If it flops, then he'll say, oh, it was a transition period. It's not quite world say again. If it's, if it's a success, then he'll be hailed the all-conquering hero. Um, and I, I just I just don't know what way it's going to go now in the next couple of years based on what I'm seeing. Roger. Um, um, well, listen, Celtic supporters are conditioned to a chief executive being... What Peter Lawwell has been for the last 17 years Which is basically Ruling over the entire place He has been very hands-on in the football department as well um, He's worked very, very closely with his managers He's even worked very, very closely with the players Just think of you know, how Scott Brown spoke of him On the day he announced his retirement um, I don't think the next chief executive Will fulfil all of those Duties, if you like, that Peter Lowell has fulfilled for the last 17 years. And this is why, I think this is why we've got to the mindset of we think there's going to be a sporting director in there, director of football, if you call him, because Dominic Mackay's background is indeed in corporate business, it's in marketing, it's in commerce, it's in effectively bringing money into Celtic and making Celtic continue to be a slick business operation. Um, he has... Not any great degree as a Celtic fan, but doesn't have any great degree of experience working with football people. Hence, we expect a sporting director to come in and be that link man between the new manager and the new chief executive. 
Thank you very much Michael That was Michael in Greenock Good to hear from you 01419511025 That's what Michael dialed. And if you want to join in Now is the perfect time to do it We're going to get travel with Stephen And that means you could be up next 01419511025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard 01419511025 That's the number you need to get involved with Roger Hanna and Gordon DL tonight If you want to tweet you can do that at Clyde SSB Still looking for you Aberdeen fans You've got a new manager What do you make of it? Are you happy with the appointment of Stephen Glass? If so, if not, let us know either way Roberto is on Twitter He says now Aberdeen fans will realise having Derek McInnes wasn't so bad after all Stephen Glass got big shoes to fill yeah, Well yeah um, he's got another rebuilding job, Gordon. But the, the good thing about it is he's walking in there. He can attract players. They've got a terrific stadium now. As I say, I think the Dave Cormack will throw some money at it. He wants to be a success. Um, yeah, it's a big job. There's no doubt about that. I think Dead McKinnis done a terrific job at Aberdeen. Um, but it was just one of those jobs that he'd been there that long. I think the supporters wanted a bit of change. And the minute results start going against you, then the noises come out from the fans and uh, they've acted on that. So it's a new chapter in Aberdeen and it'll be interesting to mm. see how they do. Here's what John Kennedy had to say on the subject of Scott Brown potentially going to Aberdeen the last time we spoke to him. A casual conversation more than anything else, you know, but he's he's a captain of the club. He's been here such a long time with great success, you know, and he's not one to, to just walk away from that. So he's happy with us. He's still delivering for us. He's still a very important figure for us. You know, I maintain for it to stay that way. Me having stepped to the other side, it's terrific, you know, but maximise your playing time. You know, he's he's the captain of a fantastic club in Celtic. Um, he's had such a successful time, you know, so I wouldn't be in, in too much of a rush to, to make that step, if I'm being honest. Kevin in Milton, do you expect Scott Brown to follow Stephen Glass to Pataudry? And if so, how would you feel about that? Uh, I'd feel terrible. I'm going there because the Aberdeen fans hate him. Uh, I think there's a coach, you know, at Celtic for him. When he, when he does hang up his boots I mean the thing about the fans Gordon mm. I'm not sure Scott Brown's particularly popular anyway, anywhere apart from Celtic, Celtic Park yeah. but that's that's the type of player he is Th- these things do they get forgotten about pretty quickly? Yeah 100% yeah, if he goes up there and Aberdeen start winning games that is all forgotten about Gordon um, in my career I was hated everywhere I went and never changed but I just including think including at home oh everywhere everywhere I just think that Scott Brown is capable if he goes to Aberdeen um, of working to turn that right he'll, he'll know all the hurdles that he'll have to go over and it'll be a massive change for him because he's as John Kennedy said there in his interview he's been at Celtic that long he's been the captain he knows the club inside out um, to step out of that environment it's a big, big challenge for him But I think that Scott Brown can face that challenge And, and conquer that challenge, no problem It's just, Roger It's almost hard to On a very basic level It's hard to picture Scott Brown in an Aberdeen shirt Before you even consider anything else You're just so used to it He's been there for so long Played so many games Won so many trophies Even getting that image in your head is difficult But, I mean, all, all good things come to an end and all that Is that what you see happening here? Yeah Um. And, and listen, I know exactly what you mean But once he's won it a couple of times and once Aberdeen have won a couple of times when he's been involved, then these things just, you know, they disappear into into the background. Um, he has shown, sounds to me, a willingness to embrace the idea of becoming assistant manager at Aberdeen, starting a new chapter in his career. 
And if the Aberdeen fans are going to embrace the new manager, Stephen Glass was a popular player there. I think he was man in a match in a League Cup final win in the 90s. Um, if they're willing to embrace Stephen Glass, then I'm sure they'll be equally willing to embrace the people that Stephen Glass thinks will improve his match. Is, is that a famous picture? Did Stephen Glass get given a bike did, for, for yeah. being the Co- man of the match Coca-Cola in that game? Coca-Cola Cup final. They beat Dundee 2-0, I think. It, I think it might have been the last final at the Old Hamden. Duncan Shearer and Billy Dodds scored the goals. And a young Stephen Glass was man of the match. All, all the men of the match through that competition... Bicycles I can't quite remember what year was why. it Roger? It was the same year I think you were involved With Air Ibrox And, and you, you lost to Rangers Paul Gascoigne scored for yeah, Rangers It was a terrible decision pa- By the referees Paul Kinnaird Yeah Sold the bike outside He did Seriously Yeah I was, Straight outside After yeah. the game On Edmison lo- Drive we, After the game We'd lost 3-1 <laughs> Great story Gordon We'd lost 3-1 I'm in the dressing room Saying to the boys Look it couldn't be pre-. I think we went to about 5-10 minutes to go 1-1 and Paul Gascoigne steps up by magic and my player was outside getting a couple of hundred quid for the, the bike <laughs> and I bought it myself How good would it be if Stephen Glass came wheeling down trackside <laughs> at Pitaudry on the bike Oh right, that would be front page of your newspaper surely It's a long cycle from Atlanta <laughs> It certainly is uh, Kevin, do you think he's got a future if you were in charge, if you like, at Celtic Kevin, would Scott Brown have a future as a player? Uh, I think I've still got a season in him at least uh, I don't think Aberdeen's a place for him So Stephen Glass can stay on his bike And get off <laughs> <laughs> Listen, You see the way he performed at the weekend In fact you see the way he's performed The three games since John Kennedy took charge There is no doubt in my mind Or your mm. mind That Scott Brown could do another season at Celtic mm. Where the doubt is that, comes in Just, is, just to kind of examine both sides Is that definitely not Recency bias On, on your part? No well, Stephen Davis has just been given a new one-year deal at Rangers. Stephen Davis is older than Scott. Yeah, but I mean, he's been getting people have been waxing lyrical about him all season. You reference Scott Brown's last couple of games over Celt- over the piece this season. Celt- would you be as confident? Celt- Celtic have been bad this season. Don't think Scott Brown's been the worst player in the Celtic team. Think he's had a hard rap then? Yeah, by any stretch of the imagination. So he he could continue and could play. Where the doubt comes in, Gordon inevitably is. Whether the next manager thinks he could play a role for another season, yeah, I tend to agree with that. Uh, after watching him on Sunday, um, he wasn't outstanding. He wasn't boss in the middle of the park, but he wasn't the worst player in the Celtic team. I've got to say, I thought Scott Brown had a very good game, and I'm with Roger. I think if you get the right players round about him, I think he definitely has got an R season. Um, I suppose there would it would be a player coaching role at Aberdeen. Roger, is that that's the. The story, that's the idea you, And it gives him the chance to, to do a bit of you, both you, you would have to assume so And if you look actually You look at that Aberdeen midfield Lewis Ferguson, Ross McCrory, Dean Campbell They're all very young men They're all promising players But the latter half of the season They haven't maybe shown the form that they did in the early weeks of the season You just wonder if against Scott Brown And among them, on the pitch and off the pitch Might actually kick them on as well Gordon uh, Kevin, we kicked off the show talking about this Q&A from Dermot Desmond Not really giving much away in terms of when and who Which is completely understandable You would almost expect him to keep his cards close to his chest Confirming a few other things That you know he'll be involved in picking the new manager So will Peter Lawwell So will Dominic Mackay What do you make of, of what you heard? Uh, I just think it should, should have been done a lot quicker He uh, should have a manager already picked What I mean, they had him in well before now I mean I'm a season ticket holder 
you take older me and my boys for years. And honestly, the way we're getting treated then is terrible. Yeah, I think people always want it sooner. That's natural. Mm-hmm. You, you know, put in an ideal scenario, you, you get it straight away. You get your answers. It takes the uncertainty away. Celtic, like any club, will want to take their time and get it right. When does that? When do you cross that line between taking your time and taking too much time too for you, Gordon? Yeah, I. I mean, b- before the end of the season, is that oh, important? I, I definitely before the end yeah. of the season. I think you've got to give the new manager, stroke coaching staff, whatever it may be. Time to actually get into the building Because we all know it is a big, big job um, And give them as much time as possible To prepare for next season And remember, they're still in the Scottish Cup mm. Alright, Kevin and Milton That was a pleasure Let's move on to this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football by the way, how sorry do you feel for the contestants taking part in tonight's Take a Punt on a Pundit? That's what we're going to do later on. We're doing it every night this week, so there's no teaser for you tonight. We're going to do this. They come on here, and they basically get allocated one of you oh, two. No. What, can, what, you, what? can you imagine the clamour to get Roger Hanna to represent oh, them? Oh, I pity anybody that's Rather than you, because you two are going to play against each other. I play Hanna? Yeah. That's a bit later on, right? One at a time. Let's do Beat the Pundit first. 0141-951-1025. Usual drill on that. Come on, take on either Gordon or Roger. Beat them and you win a sign ball. It is that simple. The lines do close at 7 o'clock though, so do not hang about. 0141-951-1025. Tackle the headlines. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are in the building They're both waiting for you to get in touch though So pick up the phone and let us know what is on your mind We kicked off with the breaking news just before we came on air A Q&A with Dermot Desmond on Celtic's website today Giving a bit of an update to you Celtic fans About the search for a new manager Reflections on the season and looking forward to next season What did you make of that? Stephen Glass is the new Aberdeen boss Don's fans, how do you feel about that appointment? Will Scott Brown follow? Odson Edward, no appeal against his yellow card for diving on Sunday. So those are just some of the topics you might want to get involved in. If there's anything else, if you think we've missed anything, pick up the phone and let us know. We'll do this first. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Anyone spoken to Hugh Evans today by any chance? How would he do? Oh, he was grumpy last night. He was grumpy. He needed the answer of who scored for St Johnston at the weekend to equalise, but he called him Greg Middleton. Yep. I don't know what I don't know what the complaint is. That is not his name. It's very clear that's the wrong answer, and we couldn't give it to him. But he, oh, he wasn't happy. Mm, I, was, I, I was chuckling away merrily as I was listening yeah. to it because as soon as he said Greg Middleton, <laughs> I knew the producer wasn't going to give him it. It's a tough school on here, Simon and Milton. Are you up for it tonight? Yep, sure am Good man, right I'll toss the coin, Simon If it's heads You will play Roger Hanna Who starts on minus one Because he's too good And if it's <laughs> tails You play Gordon, du- uh, Gordon DL Who Isn't he too good? Doesn't start on minus one Because he's not too good Right Let's see what we've got Ooh, his heads as well It's minus one Hanna Up against uh, Come on, Simon. That? Si. Simon's raging <laughs> Sorry, Simon uh, Right, Roger Hanna We'll give you something else To listen to Just so that We can't hear your answers uh, Simon I know you've never played before So here's the deal You've got 30 seconds Answer as many questions right as you can And here's a wee tip Simon This is what he'll be doing See if he doesn't know He'll pass so quickly That he'll get through more questions And give him more chance of getting answers So that's what to do alright 
Enough. Good man, 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Who withdrew from the Scotland squad yesterday due to injury? Uh, Ryan Jack Which current Celtic player has had the squad number 49 since 2009? James Forrest Which English Premier League team did New Aberdeen manager Stephen Glass play for? Newcastle Which Scottish footballer played Jackie McQuillan in Robert Duval's film A Shot at Glory? Uh, Alan McCoy Which team are top of Scottish League 2? Pass Name the only Scottish Premiership team to score in the first minute at the weekend. Pass. Who's the only current loan signing in Rangers' first team squad? Uh, pass. Oh, you'll be kicking yourself on that one, I'm sure of it, Simon. Uh, right, let's bring Roger Hunt. Did, did you just whisper it there? Did you try and give Simon the answer? You're shameless. Yeah, because do you know something? He was do, you know what you're, do you know what you're up against, Roger Hanna? No DL just tried to whisper One of the answers to Simon I've never seen him do that before He's getting desperate tonight I, I, I'm actually amazed DL knew one of the answers well, yeah, like, able to whisper It's it. a good point Right You ready Roger? Go for it Same set of questions to you 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Who withdrew from the Scotland squad yesterday Due to injury? Ryan Jack Which current Celtic player Has had the squad number 49 Since 2009? James Forrest Which English Premier League team Did New Aberdeen manager Stephen Glass play for? Newcastle Which Scottish footballer Played Jackie McQuillan In Robert Duval's film A Shot at Glory Alan McCoy Which team are top of Scottish League 2 Queen's Park Name the only Scottish Premiership team To score in the first minute At the weekend Oh Kilmarnock Who's the only current loan signing In Rangers first team squad Ongani Zungu Okay okay Simon How do you think that went I think it's just done well, It was a good game But it was a really good game One of You the... see Because I'm in a different studio From Daz when, when I do this He does the same thing every week Presses his big beak up Against yeah, the window And, and <laughs> does a sort of Thumbs up Or a thumbs down Just to try and unnerve me But he can't tonight Because he's cut his thumb He's got a big bandage Around Simon, it That you put on Simon was going brilliant and then the wheels come off Well we'll find out Let's see if you did enough it's Sometimes a good start's enough To see you through uh, Who withdrew from the Scotland squad Ryan Jack You both got it So Roger stays one behind Because he starts on minus one You both knew James Forrest Number 49 Roger stays one behind You both knew Newcastle Stephen Glass Roger stays one behind It's so far so good Simon And you also both knew Ali McCoist Who played Jackie McQuillan in the film A Shot at Glory So at this point Roger is still One behind Simon's in the driving seat Which team are top Of Scottish League 2 It is Queen's Park And all of a sudden They're level Named the only Premiership team To score in the first minute At the weekend It was Kilmarnock No? Ringing any bells Roger Hanna? I said Kilmarnock Did he get it as well For goodness sake Oh well he's one ahead now And who's the only loan signing In Rangers first team squad Simon Bungani Zungu You're kicking yourself On that one aren't you Yeah Nightmare You see when the pressure's on And I'm afraid One, two, three What was that Three, six Seven for Roger Minus he's won A six, four victory You started like a train Simon You couldn't keep up And Roger Hanna has Done you Hard lines Not too bad do you know what? It was a very good effort. Come back again. Give it another go. Simon was decent. Don't worry, Simon. I'll get revenge tonight in the next part of the quiz. I'm up for this. Are you? Yeah. That's to come a bit later on. I'm taking on Hannah. Yeah, no full-time teaser for you lot tonight. You're off the hook all week because we're going to try and give away prizes to the listeners instead, which quite frankly is a lot more important. Good prizes as well. I uh, heard them last night. Uh, the only problem is one of the, one of the, uh, the contestants is going to be represented by Gordon <laughs> DL who's going up against Roger Hannah. So it's going to be the luck of the draw, I'm afraid, for the unlucky 
Contestant who gets thrown. Is that a good Listen, some of these players may have been managed by Gordon Dale. You know what he's like? He's got an encyclopedic memory of his old players. I mean, straight. Do you know, actually, when when the previous caller came on who'd played under Gordon, Robert, yeah. Gordon mm-hmm. actually turned his mic and he leaned over to me straight away and said, That's Robert Bell. I know he's, I recognise mm-hmm. that voice anywhere. So he said to me as really? soon as he came I, on. I, I'm sure I always keep tabs with my players, mates, players. I'm sure he lives near Wilson. I could be Does wrong. He? Yeah. Yeah. I always keep sort of keep tabs what they're doing and how they're getting on up and that sort of guy. What was that joke you told us during the break, Roger? Was that too risky? Is that too much for a family show? <laughs> yes. Right, okay. We'll maybe get back to it later on. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think so. I don't think I'll go there. I'm sorry to do that you, to you. you. I wanted to, you, but... You, you'll need to give the producer gas in here. Yeah, I think so. 01419511025 on the lines at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Um... Any more reaction coming in from you lot on the phones or on Twitter to that news that Celtic have not appealed Odson Edwards' yellow card for diving at the weekend? What do you make of that? Um, lots of stuff on, on Twitter. Um, Joe says, who even appeals yellow cards? That's just tin pot. It's like celebrating a league title. Oh, there's, there's a lot of bragging rights and, and sort of one-upmanship and various things going on on Twitter. Um, I'm not even sure I'll bother getting to the end of that. Um JP says So Kennedy and Brown Both come out and say It's a terrible decision By the ref It was a stonewall penalty Then they don't appeal it I'm assuming they changed their minds What do you make of it Gordon You thought it was A dive yes um, yeah, Well it's definitely Not a penalty in my opinion But I can understand See watching it the fo- If I didn't have the, the Advantage of replays Gordon The minute I seen it I thought that's a, that's a Stonewall penalty kick For where I was sitting In the stand But then when I seen The replays on the TV I thought that uh, you know, under fire referees, and especially Willie Collum, I thought he got it correct. I really did. I know a lot of people can argue. I've heard I heard Mark Wilson on the show when I was on my way to get my my injection, and he was adamant. I was, how are, how are you, by the way? You're right. Um, yeah, yeah, I was a bit tired. Any side I, I effects? Lo- a bit tired on Sunday night, bed early as usual. Um, but I just I just felt that Edward, I think he's seen it coming, and I think he put. And I'm not having a go yeah. at the lad. I thought his touch, Gordon, was. I think. I think it was a rebo. When I look at it, I think he was going to get to it. So mm-hmm. I would have probably done the same myself, but I don't think it was a penalty kick. Uh, let's bring in Frank, who's a Celtic fan on the line. Lots of discussion, debate about Scott Brown tonight. Frank, will he follow Stephen Glass to Petodre? What's your take on it? Well, he's the Celtic. So are they. As a as a player, you think he's got a, a place as a, a player in that team next season? Aye. What are you basing that on? Roger was mentioning earlier that he's had criticism this season, but Roger feels that's been exaggerated. I'm assuming you do as well. Then, what what have you made of his performances? Well, he's he's had a mixed reaction, so he has this year. Some games are good and some games are bad, but he can't play good all the time. Who would you want as a manager, Frank? And when you uh, tell us, who I do you do? Who you th- maybe get and would Scott would Scott Brown fit oh, into the way he would Scott Brown fit into his vision for Celtic going forward? Do you think? Aye, he plays attacking football. It's what we need. I mean, I guess it depends, Gordon. If you're looking for that obvious continuity, how much is is timing going to play a part here? Because if Scott Brown was in a situation where there was a new manager And you know who he is And he can say to you Look you've got a big part To play under me That might change the decision But I'd imagine I mean Roger might be able to 
add a bit more to this Is the clock ticking? Does Scott Brown have to make a decision be- Before finding out who the potential new Celtic manager is? Um, depends how much pressure he's being put under By Stephen Glass and by Aberdeen To make an early decision, doesn't it? Um, if, you know, When is Stephen Glass arriving? When is Stephen Glass beginning his duties? When he comes over from America He'll need to self-isolate for a period of time So he won't be I don't think you know, Coming into the Aberdeen squad in the next day or two um, Is it beyond the realms of possibility That Aberdeen just leave the sort of A lot of the Nuts and bolts to Paul Sheeran and Barry Robson For the time being um, I certainly don't see Scott Brown leaving Celtic Until the end of the season So when the Celtic make the point of a manager Well absolutely Into the realms of you know, Just speculating about it Gordon I, I would tend to think That And what Dermot Desmond described as a summer of transition I would Probably think at the minute Scott Brown is leaning towards leaving Celtic um, so Frank you're not going to get your wish I'm afraid You want Eddie Howe I take it that means No for John Kennedy then uh, Well I mean Is he not just doing the same as Neil Lennon and Stevie Clark For that matter And, and not picking him How's that treating him as duck? It's an insult Bring them only three minutes to go So it was Is it Gordon? I, 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 I'm not Look um, at the end of the day You're a part of a squad And would I said in Sunday Gordon uh, On the programme That As a striker If I was sitting there And you're thinking 1-1 one, one, We need to go and win this game Just to put down You know For something f- To rescue the season Give the supporters Something back Beating Rangers Taking that Unbeaten record away In the league um, Two or three minutes I would have hated it I would have Absolutely I would have rather Not go on the pitch um, but I don't. I just totally disagree with that statement that John Kennedy's treating, uh, you know, Griffiths like dirt. <sighs> Griffiths has got to step up to the mark. Um, his fitness has been questioned. You've had managers like Neil Lennon um, not playing him as well. Um, so I think that sometimes, as much as you can blame Lee Griffiths, can't live in the past about how good he is because he is a terrific talent. He knows where the back of the net is, but. Sometimes as a player You've got to do it yourself You've got to get in John Kennedy Neil Lennon Whoever it is The coaching staff Have been watching them Day in day out Training Effort Everything The stats will be there So I disagree Wholeheartedly With that statement That John Kennedy Is treating uh, Lee Griffiths Like that Yeah uh, the Lee Griffiths season um, Has Mirrored Celtic season Really uh, We're going right back To July If you remember Neil Lennon Didn't take Lee Griffiths to the pre-season trip to France because he was out of shape and since then really Celtic have been out of shape um, Lee Griffiths has been unable and we're talking July July was 8 months ago Gordon he's been unable to convince Neil Lennon John Kennedy and Steve Clark that he's back into a shape good enough to start games for Celtic in Scotland and he's now out the Scotland squad just 3 months before the Euros and is restricted to two minutes off the bench for Celtic. So I don't think Lee Griffiths really has anyone to blame but himself. We said in the show on Sunday, when he's fit and he's firing, Lee Griffiths is the most naturally talented striker Scotland have available to them. And along with Edward, the most naturally talented striker Celtic have available to them. He's hardly kicked a ball this season though. 
That was Franco 1419511025 We are on Twitter as well Football's got a funny habit of doing this to you Doesn't it? Aberdeen Can't buy a goal at the moment And I've just looked up to see that Curtis Main has scored for Shrewsbury Yeah uh, Against Burton That's always the way isn't it? Offload yeah. a player Watch him score Scored, for fun Yeah exactly And they can't buy a goal As you said Gordon But new managers in That may change mm. uh, Don't forget We do have Scottish Cup action tonight It's the early stages That were postponed From earlier on in the season But maybe significant If your team is is lying in wait I know you for instance Gordon Fort Martin against Annan Yeah I wouldn't like to be winner, A hard player Winner tonight. plays Motherwell you get, would, you go, would you go away Fort Martin away If you could I mean I know The, the travel restrictions At the moment Yeah I would You'd be on it. the bus Yeah Yeah Yeah, yeah. Willie Pettigrew Supporters Association Willie, Is that yeah, the one you're Yeah on? exactly um, Willie Pettigrew Loyal Gordon Leaves Motherwell Cross Yeah um, Bro- Brora Hearts as, as Gordon says Roger that Is that the tie of the round well, Tonight l- Listen Every day is a school day And it was only yesterday I actually discovered Where Brora is on the map I knew mm-hmm. it was As they say Up north oh, yeah. And they played in the Highland League I just didn't quite know How high <laughs> In the Highland League Brora was So It is officially A camel trek for Robbie Nielsen and his players His um, holiday is suspended He's suspended Oh he's, I tell you that's a fly one How delighted is he at that news Absolutely Because you'd have been late for the I, show tomorrow I, night I'd have taken him Just to make him sit and watch it yeah. Make him suffer uh, Maybe they have but I Roger, doubt it Roger's got the makings of a good manager there Disciplinary <laughs> Yeah I would have taken him <laughs> and um, here, Here's one though for Mark Wilson if he's listening Who's playing with Curtis Main in that Shrewsbury team tonight They get a mention in the show on Sunday Oh, for goodness sake, I don't know. You're going to have to put us out of our misery. Mark Wilson said, I don't even remember him. Sean Goss. Ah, oh, yes, that's right. Newcastle lad. Sorry? The Rangers? Was he? No, he wasn't one of the new... You're, you're a... oh, just you go back to sleep. <laughs> Midfield player, right? Yeah, he didn't, he come, he come, didn't from come from Newcastle. Came up from QPR. Oh, so he did. Ah, but he played with Rangers, didn't he? Yeah. In loan, yeah. You got half of it right. Sorry, Fact, right, sorry. Okay. Um, brilliant. Stephen and Renfrew, what's your point? I brilliant show as usual, guys. Thank you, uh, what my point is, I just want to throw this one point, maybe an extra point I can make. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, maybe the Celtic managers actually still at, at Celtic. So, um, and you talk about Scott Brown going to Aberdeen. I think Scott Brown will sign a new contract. But I think it could be a player, player assistant coach, and um, John Kennedy, who's got a, a good sort of profile because he's Brendan Rodgers and he's seen how, how mm-hmm. uh, players can. You can get uh, players to sort of win Right Stephen I, I'm not saying this is a scientific poll But I would say you're In definitely a tiny minority of people Who phone this show There may be others out there Who would be happy with, with John Kennedy Being the Celtic manager And I'm all for it I like to hear all sides of the argument So to tell us why Why is he your shout And why do you think so many of your fellow fans Don't seem to be happy with the idea Well I think uh, Scott Brown looked happier when he was playing in the midfield. I think he really like, um, bossed the game, as, uh, as you say, and it's one of the best teams he's ever played. And he done that for John Kennedy, and he's down as a Celtic captain. So, yeah, he can move up and also still uh, uh, have game time next season. Like I said, Roger, I'm not pretending this is a scientific th- poll, but we just don't yeah, hear many but, Celtic fans who but, want John Kennedy. But... I don't think we can rule it out because, as I said before the kick-off in the show on Sunday, this is John Kennedy's dress rehearsal to, to get the job. If John Kennedy now goes and wins five games after the split, including the Ibrox on the 2nd of May, if John Kennedy wins five games in the Scottish Cup and successfully defends the trophy and brings silverware back to Celtic Park, and remember, Celtic haven't gone through an entire season without a trophy for the last 11 years, 
if John Kennedy can do that, I think it might be difficult not to give John Kennedy the job. And I think there'll be more Celtic fans like Stephen coming on the phones saying, yeah, yeah, let's give him a try. The flip side of that, of course, is if he starts losing games and he gets knocked out of the Scottish Cup early, he's got no chance. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, <clears throat> I think John's living off the back of the, the criticism of this season, Gordon, of how important it was. If John Kennedy was in the situation, say, for instance, Brendan Rodgers won everything, left, and then a new manager had to step in, I think Celtic would have welcomed John Kennedy into that fold. I really do. But John's come in for the criticism as part of... The backroom staff, it's what's happened this year and the failures and the way the teams went about their business. Um, it'll be interesting. I don't think the majority of supporters want John, uh, but everyone you speak to speaks so highly of him. So it may just be the case that the Celtic board think differently. Thank you very much to Stephen 01419511025 here until 8 o'clock. So plenty of time for more calls, more debate, more discussion. We're going to try and give some prizes away next door. No full-time teaser this week. Take a punt on a pundit. What's that, you ask? Find out next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. It's that time of the night where we're going to give you some prizes, but... It all depends on whether Roger Hanna or Gordon DL can do you a turn. We're here until 8 o'clock, so there is plenty of more time to get your calls in on Stephen Glass, Scott Brown, Dermot Desmond, Odson Edward, Glenn Kamara, whatever it may be. If there's something we've missed, get your calls in. We are here until 8. Let's do this first, though. Take a punt on a pundit with Glenn's Vodka, the official spirit of the SPFL. Please drink responsibly. This was great fun last night All this week We're going to give you the chance To lift your game day experience And boost your viewing from home By winning some massive prizes We've picked two contestants At random Who entered at Clyde1.com And now they've got the chance To win tonight This kind of changes night on night Tonight's first prize A signed shirt and ball of your choice Jersey signed by the squad A bottle of Glenn's Vodka £15 worth of takeaway vouchers And a pair of pay-per-view tickets For you and your mate So that's lovely You're sitting at home It's all set up You can't get to the ground And watch your team but you can get the tickets Bit of food Glenn's vodka Signed shirt and ball You can yeah. put it around, and around I, the and living room And i someone in five minutes Absolutely hating me Yeah exactly um, I there, Don't worry There's a, there's a runner up prize as well Tonight's first contestant Is Kenny from Thornley Bank Who's a Dundee United fan How's it going Kenny? Ah uh, no bad mate Good stuff Glad to have you on And Scott from Drumchapel How are you Scott? Yeah, good. Now I get a bit of detail about each of you, Scott. Now this one's surprise. I've read this like five times because this seems like quite a nice gesture. Mm. Now you're a Celtic fan, yes? Yeah. But if you win the signed jersey, you're gonna put all that to one side and you're gonna get a Rangers one and give it to your daughter, yeah? Yes, that's Look correct. A fatherly love, Roger. That would bring a tear to your eye. Absolutely. Terrible. Honestly, how did it end up that she's a Rangers fan? Is that for a is that for a different night, Scott? Uh, exactly Right okay We'll maybe get to that Some other time Right here's the way It's going to work Unfortunately for you two I really when I, when I got this competition Pitched to me I thought That's going to be great Every night apart from Tuesday Because both of you Are going to be allocated A pundit And basically Then that pundit Plays on your behalf Do I even need to ask Which one uh, Which pundit you two Would rather have Roger Hanna yeah, Roger Hanna yeah, I thought you might say that Well right? an echo there 
Because, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't hear my name getting shouted out These two are going to play uh, against each other This is only because Daz is at his Covid jag and he's wounded tonight no, 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 he's no, it's, not, it's got nothing to do with that Honestly, take it from me But here's the way it's going to work, right? I'm going to, I'm going to name a footballer And the number of SPFL clubs that that player has paid Played for mm-hmm. Now the pundits, you must then decide how many of those teams You think you can name And it's going to be up to the other pundit to try and One-up you, if you like It's a lot easier when I give you this example Let's say it was Kenny Miller, right? And I say he's played for seven SPFL teams. Gordon, you're up first. How many can you name? Seven. And, and you, right, okay, fat chance of that. So if you try and name the seven and you don't go, get all go seven. On, go on then, no, 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 no. And if he doesn't get all seven, the point would go to Roger Hanna. Right. But if you say, I think I could name three, and Roger comes in and goes, no problem, I can name five, fine, over to Roger and we'll see if he can one up you. Yeah. Yes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. It's easier once you He's get going. He's certainly going to one up me all the time. So I'm going to toss the coin. Uh, Kenny, you were through first. So oh. if it's heads, you do get Roger Hanna. And if it's tails, you're stuck with Gordon DL. Oh, Oh, Kenny, you've got your wish as well. It's Roger Hanna. Sorry, Roger Scott. Hanna. Okay. Don't worry, Scott. Yeah, I'm here for you. Does it. Don't you worry, mate. Don't let him down. Listen, Scott's daughter is waiting. Oh, no. <laughs> it's the daughter. It's the... Oh, no. That is, I'm afraid. Right, okay. Here's... Oh, no. Right, so here's the way it's going to work then. So, Roger was through first, Roger, right? So, you're up first. Your serve, if you like. Here's the first player. Now, I just want a number. Don't give me the names of the clubs just okay. yet. The player in question tonight. First of all Is Craig Sampson He's played in goal For Nine Scottish clubs Roger How many do you think You could name Straight off I'm not giving you much Thinking time Four Gordon Diel oh, I could name more than four How many I'd probably go the lot You think you could name all nine Aye <laughs> Right you're up then <laughs> This should be good fun And if he doesn't get it Roger the point goes straight to you Was he playing a tactic How many could he name I don't know I'm Ask four. him no tactics. If I'd have went five, would you have went six? Oh, you never know now. You've just committed to naming all nine clubs. Scott, how confident are you at this stage? He's a goalie. I'll get one. Roger, you can do it. If he names all, (laughs) Scott. If he names all nine, (laughs) Scott. Scott. If he names all nine, just give me the telly and the football token. All the prizes. Give you everything. Right. You ready? No, no, no. Okay. okay, You ready? I'm going to hit that because I need to add a bit of tension to this. You ready? Right. Okay. Right. Go. Have I go? Yes. Uh, is Motherwell? Yep. St. Mirren. Okay. Kelly. Mm hmm. Air United. Okay. Hibs. No, there we go. Oh, and he's out. And what yeah. a surprise. He couldn't name all nine. Roger Hanna just sits back, doesn't have to do anything. Queen of South? Yeah, but it doesn't matter now. You said Hibs. So you're out. You're I didn't done. mean to say Hibs. <laughs> So it's, it's oh, what? it's gone so well there. He never. Are you sure? He's played with Hibs. And do you know the thing is as well? You got one more than Roger said he would have got. So if your guess had just been a bit more conservative, you would have done it. But anyway, unlucky, Kenny, Kenny you're one up. He's played with Hibs. Nice one, Roger. Kenny, you're one up. Uh, nice one, Roger. Roger just sat there, didn't do anything. Uh, Gordon Dale is your serve though now, right? So yeah. you you get to decide if you like player two. Is Jackie McNamara He's played for five Scottish clubs How many do you think you could name? Five <laughs> well, Hold on This tactic didn't work out very well for you last time ah, But I've got this There's, there's well, only one difficult one in Roger here. Hanna You're just going to Jackie need, McNamara played Right five Right Roger You're just going to need to sit back I'm afraid Yes Who, who right. am I playing for? Well still Scott, Scott obviously Trust me Scott I've got this Go on then Oh five I Let's have them Celtic Mm-hmm. 
Dunfermline. Okay. Partick Thistle. Okay. Aberdeen. Okay. Many have I got? That's four. Oh no, Roger. Um, Hurry up. Falker. Oh, he's done it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Uh, this is astonishing, right? Okay, is it's one all. Again? No, it's back to Roger. It is one all. Are you happy with that, Scott? Oh, aye. Oh, just to clear up, Craig Sampson signed for Hibs, but no, no appearances. Oh, how so, unlucky! Nah, is that? Right. Oh, so it's one all, and now it's back to Roger Hanna. Roger, you're going to have to think very he's carefully. Yeah? yeah, very yeah. carefully. Okay, this is it. This is the decider. This player has also played for nine clubs. Oh no, his name is friend of the show. Cammy Bell How many do you oh, think You I could name Roger Hanna Cammy Bell I'm going to go for five Five Gordon could you name more Think carefully here Don't I'm not I couldn't name nine Could you do more than five Could Roger know up it to six And I'll let him go <laughs> No I couldn't do five uh, Hold on hold on No no hurry up uh, Hurry up No nope. No I can't Right can't Roger it's all on you If you name five Kenny's the winner If you don't Scott's the winner No pressure Take us away Roger Hanna Name five of five of the nine clubs that Cammy Bell's played for, go. Um, Rangers? Yes. Kilmarnock? Yes. Dundee United? Yes. <sighs> Queen of the South? Yes. Was your ball in it? He's got one more to oh, get. Hold on, hey, get the clock! He's got one more to get. Get the clock! Hurry up, Roger, gonna have to press you. Partick Thistle. Oh, he's done it. Oh, he's he done it. Too much time. Yeah, he's done it. Well done, Kenny. Scott, I'm so yeah. sorry that Gordon yeah. couldn't get you over the line. No, no. Good, Good man. Kenny, you happy with that? Ah, over the minute. Good man to you, Kenny. Well done. That was tense, but I actually got right into that. I was, that was, I was good. I enjoyed that. Uh, Kenny, you are the winner. Uh, shirt and ball of your choice. Signed shirt, bottle of Glen's vodka, £15 worth of takeaway vouchers. That wouldn't even scratch the surface for the two men of the, the waist size of Roger Hanna and Gordon DL, quite frankly. Um, Pay per view tickets for you and your mate as well. Are you happy with that? <laughs> Good man Thank you very much Kenny Thank you Kenny For taking part uh, But it's not a complete loss For Scott on the other line He still walks away Bottle of Glens £15 of the takeaway vouchers And the tickets As well Scott So you're happy with that Happy enough oh, aye, aye. Good game Good, Good game. man Now you can be Tomorrow's winner Just head to Clyde1.com To enter Play Take a Punt On a Pundit With Glens Vodka The official spirit Of the SPFL You'll find all the T's and C's There too And remember However you enjoy Glens Enjoy it respect Responsibly. Oh. Name, name, name Cammy's nine teams. Puts out of misery. Who were the? How did you have any, any more, Roger? The only other one I thought I had was Queens Park. No. Oh. Well, yeah, yeah, he would have. I don't know why Queens Park wasn't on there actually for some reason. Um, Falkirk. There was a spell at Montrose, I believe, as well. St Johnson. So oh, there we go. And Roger, honestly, the first one. How many would you have got? You went five. The first one. Who's that? Who's the first one again? Doesn't matter now Craig Sampson We're done and dusty Oh no I, no, I, I went four I would only have got four Well done Gordon Dale oh, I had five as well ah, Easy to say that now Well done to Roger Hanna And Kenny We'll do that again tomorrow 01419511025 uh, Give us your thoughts On the line or Twitter At Clyde SSB And I, I, feel, I feel quite tense after that Honestly I, I don't I know I feel really disappointed I had him there Do you think so? Yeah You and Wilson Against each other On Thursday night Will be Radio Gold I can't wait to see the I'll The bragging t- I'll rights I'll him away. He's listening so? listen tonight He knows I'm a threat 
What you really want to do on Thursday Is ask Wilson if he knows how many teams Daz played for And ask Daz if he knows how many teams Wilson played for Mmm that's good, Roger, because he'll be Googling it as we speak. <laughs> uh, right, back to the phones. Come on, 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Let's speak to Robert in Cumbernauld. Robert, what's your point tonight? Hi, guys. Good evening. Hello, um, it's just I, It's just on Celtic deciding not to appeal on uh, Edwards' yellow card. Um, not long ago, Rangers had something similar and Stevie Gerrard was adamant that Morelos then they dive and it was a penalty so they took it to appeal and won his appeal so that <laughs> proved that he didn't dive so surely Celtic should be backing their player up by taking it to appeal to prove that he didn't dive yeah but I mean there are a, a, a couple of ways of looking at this Roger you do need to prove that an obvious refereeing error has taken place and, and sometimes sometimes and I, I don't know Celtic's thought process on this but sometimes you you might think it was the wrong decision but you think well pff, could we prove it was an obvious refereeing error? Oh, maybe not, let's just leave well, it. Interestingly, they did challenge or they did appeal the Albion Ayeti one when he went down. He got the penalty at the time for the foul by Colin Doyle at Kilmarnock. He was subsequently hit with a notice of complaint from the SFA and accused of simulation. Celtic challenged that, they didn't accept the notice of complaint and they won the appeal. So they know how the system works. Clearly in this instance... They have chosen not to It's not going to affect Odson Edward in any way It's not as if it was a red card And he's going to miss games or anything um, It's just a yellow card added to his record So does that surprise you then Given they've seen that it, that it can be successful Because lots of people on this show And others said that they thought a Yetis was a dive But that appeal was successful in it the w- end It was successful um, I- I'm not sure what the thought process is Maybe they just didn't think there was sufficient to be gained by appealing it, by going through it to appeal. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Does that you see that side of it as well, Robert? Just I, I do, but I, my point was it's more it can kind of clear the player yeah. being accused of diving. Yeah. You know, it's not a nice tag to have for MD, and it's someone that should be stamped out. So obviously, mm-hmm. they were quite adamant at the time, and I thought it would have given them the chance to clear the player for that kind of accusation. You, yeah. you, were, you were at the game, Daz, and I, I know mm. I always you know, say you're the defender of the referees. Seriously, though, for a minute, what did you think of Willie Collins' performance at the weekend? I thought he had a good game, Roger. Um, I think the big question, Mark, was the penalty kick. Right, everybody, that's the debate. Was it a penalty kick or not? And I've got to say, First shown, and this is why I support referees, and the argument is, well, Willie Collins got a better view. Of course he has. But the first show, when I seen that, I thought, that's a penalty kick. And it wasn't until I watched a, a couple of replays that I decided mm. that I thought the referee got it correct. So, and your answer, I thought the referee had a good game, Roger. I think the appeal process, Roger, because we've we've discussed this a lot over the weekend and last night, and the point came up a few times that in general terms Not necessarily here with Edward But just generally speaking There doesn't actually have to be contact For it to be a foul And on the flip side There can be contact But it can still be a dive That then makes your head hurt a little bit Yeah um, Because in terms of proving That the non-contact was enough for you to go down I'm not really sure how you would ever How you would ever manage that yeah. Unless I'm missing He's something Stepping over the challenge of Barisic does that mean he needs to hit the deck? Could he have stepped over the challenge without going down? Point Daz made. Willie Collum thinks yes. The, the point Daz made is a valid point as well. The touch, you know, it wasn't just a touch to the side. He was about to slam the ball home. 
the touch to the side had taken it into the vicinity of Joe Aribo who booted it clear. So I think all of that, the big picture, was what Willie Collum analysed and decided that Hodson Edward didn't need to get down. Uh, thank you to Robert and Cumbernauld. It's certainly a good one. Um, once you get into the realms of you can go down if there's no, well, it can be a foul with no contact. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think we end up in danger of overcomplicating it, going round in circles a little bit. So thank you to Robert. Um, let's bring in George in Glasgow, see what he's got. Hi, George. Hi, panel. Um, just a very quick one. Mm-hmm. So Ryan Jack is injured and out of the Scotland squad. Yep. Um, and I was thinking uh, last night, well, that's a perfect opportunity for uh, Steve Clark to bring in David Turnbull, I would think. Roger, you predicted, in fact, don't let me get me started on your predictions. You predicted Rangers won, uh, Celtic won Rangers won with Alfredo Morelos to score, no less. But I won't let you um, celebrate that one too much. You also predicted that Ryan Jack would pull out the Scotland squad. That's a bit of a safer one because he's been injured for quite some time and he was injured at the weekend. Um, or he's been carrying an injury for a bit and you know, out the game at the weekend. But why was he in the squad at the first place? Is that is that a fair question to yeah, ask? Yeah, I think it was because at the time... Um, at the time Steve Clark named the squad I think Stephen Gerrard was talking at that stage Of, of Ryan Cl- Jack possibly being back for the Old Firm game So if he plays in the Old Firm game you, you would think he could go in and play play for Scotland So I think it was fair enough to call him up um, He's now out the side I wonder, you know, George makes a point Is this the ideal opportunity to bring in David Turnbull? Um, the fact he's not been called up yeah. Maybe leads me to think that Steve Clark's viewing this As the perfect opportunity to push Scott McTominay on one and have Scott McTominay in there next to Callum mm. McGregor in the role he plays for Manchester United at the minute. And there are more central defenders, off the dock central defenders, you might say, in the squad. Jack Henry's in there, Grant Hanley's in there, along with the Gallagher's, the McKenna's, the Considine's, the Tierney's. So he's well covered defensively. It wouldn't surprise me at all to see at the base of that midfield where it's been Jack and McGregor for the last few games if it's McTominay and McGregor on Thursday night it doesn't but, always but, have to balance up Gordon it's not no. It's not always that as soon as one drops out one comes in or two drop out and two come in but it is often the case especially when it's early on in the, the camp if you like are you surprised that we haven't I yet am, called up a, a replacement? yeah I'm very surprised it's not Turnbull Gordon the reason being now Roger makes a great point about McTominay moving in and I totally get that because we have got a very strong department in the middle of the park and everyone's talking about McTominay as a better midfield player. So I totally get all that. But see, to make the boy feel... He's going to be a part of the Scotland uh, international scene and in, in time to come anyway because he's a, he's a terrific talent, the lad. So bring him along. Get him in there. Get him used to it. Get him, you know, working with Steve Clark. Have a look at the way the coach operates, what he expects to happen. You know, it doesn't mean he's not going to go there and say, "Well, look, I've been picked." Ryan Jacks went out the squad. I'm in. I'm playing not bad at Celtic. I want to play. I want a game. He knows he's got to be patient. He sat in the Celtic bench for a long time and was patient to get his opportunity. So I'm sure that's the case with the Scotland international setup. I'd have liked to see him being involved, Gordon. Not particularly starting games just now, but get him involved because he is going to be a part of the long term project for us. 01419511025 Perfect time to call You could be up next Taking your calls On Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard That's us on the home straight tonight Gordon DL And Roger Hanna are here Gordon DL still standing as well After losing lots of blood In that nasty cut That he gave himself On his way into the studio um, Hopefully We've not 
damaged you in the long term effects? You, you damaged just... me at 20 past seven when I went up against Roger Hanna. See, he played a very clever tactic, right? He said four. He was hoping I would go five or six, right? He had the nine. So I had to try. He didn't have all nine. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I'll guarantee. Under pressure. Nah, not yeah, under I'll pressure. guarantee you he had the nine. <laughs> Were you getting Craig Sampson's Queen of the South spell? Uh, under pressure No nah. the, the Palmerston years so. Passed me by Would you have had eight There twice I think Eight Roger yeah No Not four He's, <laughs> been, he's been bugging me About this through the break As well he, he thinks he's been robbed Somehow I don't know He always does But Yeah I, well he's at H- Hibs He's played is he not No he's not played He's there but... Do you know the sad thing About it Gordon I actually had the other ones so you see, easy he to say that Ross, now. Ross County's another one Easy to say that now Robbie is an Aberdeen fan In air You've got a new management team, or certainly part of it, Robbie, I should say. What's your reaction to that? Um, hi, lads. Yeah, good to speak to you. Um, you. Heard you mention ex-player Curtis Mainz going for Shrewsbury tonight. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of prompted me to want to <laughs> speak about, obviously, Aberdeen's backroom staff. A lot of the papers are speculating that it could be announced at the end of the week, obviously, today, Stephen Glass. But we don't know the rest. Scott Brown's been linked. But the interesting one on strikers is Alan Russell, the England striker coach, because obviously we all know Aberdeen have scored one goal in 10 games, not been doing too great. So getting someone, there's no strikers signed up to next season. So I feel if they can get someone like Alan Russell, striker coach, alongside mm-hmm. the likes of Scott Brown, a proper leader, I think Aberdeen could be a force to be reckoned with next season. And a lot of people might be thinking, Stephen Glass, what's he done? But, I think his philosophy is similar to Dave Coymax and if that aligns well with chairman, mm-hmm. you might invest in him and have a go, try win some trophies. Yeah, I mean, Roger, for anyone who doesn't know the Alan Russell story, I mean, he played here for, for Hamilton mm-hmm. Ackies and St Mirren and, and Partick Thistle and Kilmarnock. Yep. Um, I don't actually think he did play for Queen of the South. So ah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> um, just you leave the rhyming off the clubs to me, right? Um, how can I put this without being unfair? A relatively modest playing career Right that, And I'm about to follow that up With a, a compliment Roger Because he then Developed himself into A real specialist Coach A, a specialist striker coach Did a lot of Sort of st- stuff on television And Worked with the England national team At the World Cup So this guy That we remember Some of us might remember Playing for Hamilton Ackies In St Mirren In the early 2000s Was Telling Harry Kane what to do at the World Cup, essentially. Oh, yeah. So I was going to make that point. Anyone who's sceptical about Alan Russell's coaching credentials need only Google what Harry Kane, Marcus Rashford, Raheem Sterling have said about Alan Russell in the past. Um, when you're playing at that level, any little incremental improvement that you can make can be vital. And Gareth Southgate will tell you that since he's added Alan Russell to that backroom team... He has seen improvements in his strikers. Now, I've never seen the sessions he puts on for the strikers. I'm sure it would fascinate Daz. Um, but clearly, he, he does something right. You know, I think the, the stance for Harry Kane in the Euro 2020 qualifiers were ridiculous. I think it was something like 91% shot accuracy or something like that. The goals he scored, mm. his assists. Um, I don't think we might want to linger on it too long given that he's about to face us at Wembley in June. Mm. But, Alan Russell knows what he's talking about, and that's why Stephen Glass, why Stephen Glass wants him. I mean, Gordon, if you go on his superior striker website, it's a very slick-looking 
um, website And it says The world's number one Attacking coach programme Established in 2012 Superior striker An elite attacking Specific training programme Created by current England Senior attacking coach And former pro footballer Alan Russell And it talks about you know All the people he's worked with Like I say Some of that kind of TV stuff You maybe have seen the videos Different yeah. drills and so mm-hmm. on um, Working with Harry Kane And Marcus Rashford uh, And you know it, he, This is a guy that's That's worked extremely hard To Move out of of being a professional footballer and be a very successful striker specific coach. Yeah, you've got to give him all the credit in the world, Gordon. Uh, as you say, it's all about hard work. It's about building that trust up with your your strikers as well, making sure that they believe in what you're telling them is right. Uh, because we all know that strikers are very very selfish people, and they believe that. <laughs> They're not all like you No I wasn't talking about me But they are They're very selfish And um, you know You've got to have the trust in the coach And the coach has got to have the trust in you And his CV is absolutely brilliant Mm. He's worked his way up This isn't just He's come on the scene As you said there For 2012 It's been a long journey for him Doesn't matter how What his um, CV was As a player He's now a coach And a lot of people believe in him I mean it's only Stephen Glass at the moment The details are to be released perhaps in the coming days Robbie let me ask you about the Scott Brown thing We had a caller on earlier A Celtic fan who said I shouldn't go to Aberdeen because the Aberdeen fans hate him And I've got no doubt that as an Aberdeen fan Robbie you've probably cursed Scott Brown One or two times uh, Over the last few years Are you still excited though at the prospect? I Absolutely I think I'll probably be in the minority Of Aberdeen fans would say I'd welcome Scott Brown With open arms We've lacked that winning mentality for a long time now. The last few years under Derek McInnes have been dwindling out and the mentality throughout the club's just not been good enough. And we all know Scott Brown is a proven winner. He's won it all at Celtic. So why not? It will be strange to adapt to seeing him in red rather than green and white hoops. But I think going back to Alan Russell and Scott Brown, for Stephen Glass, he's been managing in the second here at Atlanta in MLS. I think getting Scott Brown and Alan Russell on board, the contacts they can bring, and what I think is with Scott Brown, the players they can attract to Aberdeen, because most players would want to play for former Celtic captain, one at all, Scott Brown. And he'd, I think he'd upload training levels as well, because that's something that's been lacking at Aberdeen. So for me, once fans get over the thought of the hatred they've got for Scott Brown, I think he could be really good if he does for pathology rather than a one year deal at Celtic so you're looking at that package then which like we've said is not confirmed but you're looking at Glass you know plus Russell plus Brown and that's where you're getting your optimism from because a lot of people are pointing to the obvious which is a lack of managerial experience for Stephen Glass but that wouldn't concern you if surrounded by the right people yeah I, I think that's that would be crucial because seeing Stephen Glass on its own it's something that I've speculated as someone who's been involved in sports journalism for quite a while, it's, he's good mates with Dave Coymack, and it's kind of the philosophy's fit. But to actually see the appointment after saying he was going to consult Alex Ferguson on the best route for the club has surprised me. But surrounded by experienced men, and there has been talk of a director of football on board as well. So there could be a whole restructure of the club in the summer, and with 12 players out of contract for Aberdeen this summer also. You need someone like Scott Brown or someone experienced to get players on board who know the league and can start getting Aberdeen into Europe by get 
well, hopefully we'll finish Europe in this season, but continue in Europe and challenging in the Cups because that's what the fans expect. Is third place gone this season? Um, yeah, you've, you've got to say so. Now, looking at that post-split fixture, I don't even know if Stephen Glass, I don't know if the club have confirmed when he's going to start, if they're going to keep on with Sheeran or Robson. The initial statement didn't confirm yeah. that. So I don't see where this bounce is coming from to finish third. And for... Fourth, you'd hope we can confirm, but mm. Livingston picking up the form again, I'm worried with that as well. I just don't yeah. know where the goals are going to come from and where the points are coming from. So I do have optimism for next season once we get players in and philosophy in, but currently it's not looking good as an Aberdeen fan. Yeah, it's a fair point. Roger Livingston perhaps is a more realistic battle to fight first well, before you worry about Hibs. Yeah, they got, they got the Livingston smaller. I think there's only five points between Aberdeen and Livingston, or seven. Between Hibs and Aberdeen And when there's only Aberdeen five Aberdeen go to Ibrooks on trophy day Don't they? Yeah, the last... there's, there's only five games left Two of which are against Rangers and Celtic So you, you've got limited opportunities To pick up the points you need to get past Hibs Well, Hibs are picking up points themselves I think I, I think the way it is, is is Just now is the way it's going to finish Hibs third, Aberdeen fourth And then there's a smaller gap again Levy to St Johnson Could St Johnson get to Levy Only four points between them Couple of goals going in In the Scottish Cup Aarar one up at Elgin Joe Chalmers has scored Partick Thistle one up Against Cowden Beath Shea Gordon Has scored So keep an eye on them Because remember The Scottish Cup is going to come Thick and fast In the next couple of weeks Thank you very much to Robbie By the way Nice to hear from you Robbie Stay in touch As the rest of that Managerial team Gets unveiled um, Yeah Roger the, the Scottish Cup's going to come Thick and fast It was Oh, it's a sprint. What, what what we lost earlier in the season, we're actually going to gain now. We've got a really exciting time coming up in the next few weeks. Yeah, you've got to go. I think before kick off tonight, it was forty four teams left in the cup. You've got to go from forty four to two in less than two months. It really is a sprint. No replays. You're into you know the game's finishing on the night. If you like extra time, penalties. There will be an awful lot of excitement. And it, l- let me get this right: Curtis Main, ex Motherwell, Joe Chalmers, ex Motherwell. She Gordon, ex Motherwell. You're letting all these guys go too early, guys. That's just learning from the, the time there and taking those experiences elsewhere. I think that's what it is. Um, speaking of teams that are going to rebuild in the summer, because I was thinking, you know, when Robbie was on there saying Aberdeen transition, Celtic transition, my mind always wanders closer to home. I'm sure there'll be quite a few um, in terms of upheaval there as well. So we won't get too far ahead of ourselves. We've got a big week coming up on the international front and, of course, the domestic stuff just never goes away. Let me thank Roger Hanna and Gordon Dale. Just a small thanks to them, really. The biggest thanks, as always, for you, for your calls, for your tweets, for keeping us company. As always, we are back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Andy Halliday and Gary Caldwell are here, so make sure you join us then. Of course, we'll give away more prizes on Take a Punt on a Pundit and we'll see you at 6 tomorrow.